for centuries. We've been warned about little green men. Now, they are coming. They're coming for you. Run. But first, shut your windows. Hide your apples. Prepare for the attack of the android. And now, your host, and the human leader of the Android Underground, Matt Lee. Dun, 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 dun. What's up, everybody? It's Tuesday, October 8th, 2013. This is episode 101 of Attack of the Androids. Every week, usually, when technology is working, uh, attackoftheandroids.com slash live. But not tonight. We're taking it old school tonight. I feel good about this. This is like... 2004, we're just getting started. Skype, Matt Lee here, Shane Brady joining with Skype. What's up, Shane? Uh, not too much. Uh, I was using Skype for a podcast only two years ago, so it's not that old. Okay. Well, you weren't a very early adopter then. We were using, like, the telephone and then holding it up to a microphone. <laughs> also, Nick Carroll joining us. What's up, Nick? Skype, what's that? I know. How's... Yeah. How's the user interface uh, environment treating you? Wow, it's, I don't know, it's different, maybe better, I can't tell yet, uh, I'm learning. Better than? Maybe better than, than Hangouts, the video is smoother for sure, it, I guess it looks more polished, so. Sure, for, for something that just we're seeing. Yeah. We should mention Hangouts did the whole, like, we're not here right now, but if you want to try back in 15 minutes, we might be. And then I tried back in 15 minutes, and it wouldn't even load that page. It just straight up gave a little window that was like, Hangouts is down for the count. Try again later. <laughs> when 15 minutes turns into later, like, somebody's ass is getting chewed right now, I bet. Uh See if you think the video still looks better. Here? On Skype or on Hangouts? Why do you keep muting yourself? Uh, you both got muted. <laughs> really? Is this not That's even weird. working? Is all of the technology oh. broken? <laughs> it's been one of those nights. Uh, That's fine. That's fine. It's, it's totally fine. We're just going to have to gut it through. That's right. Just power through it. So, uh... Last we spoke, it was episode 100. That was a couple weeks ago, a few weeks ago, uh, I think. Eric's been out of town, so we haven't really been able to do podcasts. Uh, but in that time, should say, got, got some new toys. I, I don't know why I'm showing this to the camera. Like, Moto out X. of habit. <laughs> Look, everyone. Here's a <laughs> Moto. Awesome. It's a Moto X. It looks just like the Galaxy wow. Nexus. I have last year's phone, but I still love it. <laughs> you got an Nexus 4. Moto X. Yes. Um, the experience going to the Verizon store, not not very awesome, I'll say. I waiting. That seems to be a, a tr- that seems to be a trend. I'm, uh, Jeff Jarvis, I'm sure can relate. Yeah. So many lines and like so many names up on the computer screen that you're waiting for, and then like you listen in on all these other people's phone problems, and I'm sitting there like twenty bucks a pop. I could troubleshoot like all of these problems and then be next in line, and and. Uh, it's just so frustrating. You just gotta sit there and bite your tongue, right? Because you know, it's not—it's not my job. I mean, maybe for twenty bucks a pop, it could be. But and so I'm trying to trying to explain what I need to do on my account to get my Moto X and keep my unlimited plan. 
And the lady there, like, at first she was like, what are you trying to do here, really? Because I think I just confused the crap out of her. <laughs> and then come to find out, like, you can't even do that at a corporate store. You have to go to a satellite store because, for some reason, corporate stores won't transfer upgrades which is weird because you can just log in, which is what I ended up doing instead of going back to another store. You just log in, transfer the upgrade, and then, you know, buy the phone on that account. It doesn't change your unlimited plan. Therefore, you keep it, and then you just switch the numbers back. So Moto X, unlimited plan. But, like, she's she's like, you know, you don't even use anywhere near this. And, like, I almost said just forget it. I'll just get it now and just not not even worry about it. But something was like... Don't do it, dude. You're going to be so pissed because it's so easy to do. Just wait another day. And so, like, at the end, my girlfriend was getting a phone. She ended up with the the S4. And, like, I had it out there, and I was like, no, I think I'm just going to wait. And totally last minute, like, just said no. So then next day did the the upgrade transfer and arranged for pickup so I didn't have to wait for it. Went down there, grabbed it, went back, switched the numbers, and voila. Moto X. So how, how long? How long have you had had the phone, and how has it been? Uh, like four days now, maybe a week. I guess yeah, it's been a while since the last show, but I, I've yeah. had it for like a week now ish. And coming, I mean, dramatically noticeable coming from a, a Galaxy Nexus. That's what two generations ago. So there's two or yeah. three that I missed new devices. So definitely noticeable. I think that extra gig of RAM, like we were talking about on the show before, is is very much needed in android with what today's apps are doing and everything the x8 and the voice stuff is pretty right on like it once it learns your voice you just say okay google now and then it comes on and asks you and then you do your thing and how accurate has the uh, google now the voice uh, part been for you pretty accurate it depends like if i'm by myself because when i'm by myself i'll talk to it more accurately i hey, guess baby, I don't, how are you doing it's you weird it's so weird when other people are in the like i can't even talk to my phone when there's other people around it's the you feel conscious yeah right do, do you do you guys uh, i'm not around enough enough people but um you never leave that place like right where you're at right now <laughs> you're looking at it. <laughs> he yells at his phone all the time that's He's right he beats that. his phone and abuses Bitch, it when there's fix some... me some dinner yeah that's right i asked if i needed an umbrella today answer me <laughs> that does work <laughs> it does and actually i asked it today because it was raining just to see if it would say no because it said no every time and Greg, it's I haven't needed one, I guess. And today it was like, yes, it's raining. <laughs> it's so great. So silly. Um, it has hard time with certain words, obviously, all voice rec does. Uh, text and pitch and pitcher and stuff like that. You know, some words that are similar that it kind of has a hard time. Active notifications. Such a great idea. So awesome. When I'm listening to Beyond Pod in my work truck, I'm in and out of the truck I don't know if it hears it or if it feels it, but when I shut my door, the thing pops up. And it's like, oh, yo, you're back in the truck. And then you hit it and hit play, and you're off. And it does it all. It's so weird. To me, that's unexpected. I had not, like, I thought, like, if you had a Bluetooth radio, you know, uh, stereo, it would know that you were in the car and not lock it. I mean, I didn't think it could tell that stuff. It knows. feature, the the other features, the motion coprocessor or whatever you call it, that's also figuring out, oh, he's, he's driving. So even if you're not synced with your Bluetooth, whatever, it can tell 
you're 40 miles an hour. You're probably well, and, not walking. And honestly, I turn most of that stuff off because I it it's like you it'll if it knows you're driving and someone calls you, it'll send it to voicemail or it'll send them a text that says I'm driving. Uh, you can set it for at night to not give you notifications. But the thing I do like is when uh, you can take it out of your pocket and it knows and it'll just pop up the thing when it knows it's out of your pocket. I think that's the same thing you're talking about. It's like when I slam shut the truck door, it it knows because like it heard it or it felt it. I'm not sure which. I mean, that's a little spooky. <laughs> I don't think it's sound because you can sit here and yell at it and and pound on the thing and it doesn't. But when you see like it, it doesn't do it. So I don't. But then if I pick it up, like you, I don't know, man. It's weird. It's like watching you. And you, you can also get those little tags or something too, right? That yeah, give you a safe zone. You can get the Moto Skip, and then I think that thing comes with some stickers that you put in like areas. Like I could put one in my truck, and it would know when I'm in there that it's a safe zone, so you don't need to unlock it and all that, uh, or in your house or whatever. Um, but yeah, playing Ingress on this, like I, that's kind of my benchmark because you know, play Ingress up here. So the GNX, if anything else happened, phone call come in. Can't listen to music. It, it was just laggy. Frame rate went way down. This thing is like so fluid, and I don't know if that's something in the X8 or if that's the extra gig of RAM or probably you know a little of both. But this, like, I'm waiting because I'm so used to how the GNX lags, and then like the phone's waiting for me, which is kind of a nice change. So the more you use it, you're like, oh, this is it's so fluid. I, I'm amazed at how fluid it is, honestly. Yeah, I know for me, I went from the Atrix 2, which is, came out around the same time as your, your G-Nex, to my Natri- uh, Nexus 4, even though that was probably a little more than a year apart between them. To me, it, it was a world of difference, just how well this performs, how fluid it is, you know, just how well everything that I do runs on it. Even the games that I've tried on it run obviously better than my old Nexus 7, but much better than the Atrix 2. It's like four times faster just in benchmarks, not just everyday usage everyday usage it seems even better so yeah and you've got something that's significantly faster than even this so i actually it's actually clock speed wise i don't think it's that much faster than nexus 4 it's just that they've optimized the hell out of everything yeah plus the other stuff is kind of moved off to the side from motion co-processing and context awareness and the voice stuff so that that is also not being dealt with by the cpu yeah are you seeing good battery life too matt uh yeah actually so far like i i usually have it plugged in but the first day i got it i didn't plug it in at all just to see if and yeah i got like 16 hours with it by the time it was about dead and i i was home and that was playing ingress here and there not all day obviously and then uh it was playing podcasts all day but they were cash it wasn't like downloading anything so but yeah, not bad. I mean, for not having a battery, you can change and all that. Uh, I took some pictures with it when we went on that. The we we took like a two hundred and forty mile Ingress trip to Missoula to go play on the campus, and uh, you know we all we all had new phones. Uh, she had the S four, and then my friend has a the one. And it was kind of interesting seeing like the different battery life. Like we had a charger with two things out of it, and then a charger in the back, and we were all trying to keep these things charged and. For the most part, all three new devices like lasted the whole trip. None of us were like, "I can't play because my battery's dead." Like we we managed to make it. So um, they all have decent decent battery life and everything. But I like I don't know the S four seemed big and TouchWiz is just I I'm used to clean Android, so going to TouchWiz is like going to an iPhone. 
the HTC One had less UI change, but it was still. I don't know. My friend has it, and I played with it. The speakers on the front is cool, and the the it's shaped nice. But having a GNX and having that curve in your phone, if you go back to a straight phone, it's so awkward, and it's like a brick in your pocket. So I went with this. This has the closest form factor to the GNX, and it's not super big. Yeah, I wonder what the screen to body ratio is. I know, like the Xperia Z One, or or maybe the Xperia Z had a very no, the ZL had a very uh high ratio of like screen to body that seems like that's in that league in terms of so little body but you got so much of a screen that's awesome if definitely if you compare it to the galaxy nexus there's more screen on this and less like up here i don't know no one else can see us but up here on the The top top bezel yeah yeah the top bezel is much it's noticeably less and where the camera is is you know right up in the corner the other thing i noticed with this and i don't know if it is again going to a new android device from one that's a few a couple years old is this GPS locks instantly. When I go to boot up Ingress, I don't even see the Earth, you know how the Earth spins a few times. Usually on the GNX, it'll spin like four or five times. This, it gets like a half a turn, and I'm watching the GPS thing in the corner. You know, it blinks until it sinks, and then it's, it's solid. It's instantly solid. So I don't know what they did, if they did some tweaking, or if that's just like, is your Nexus 4, does it sink fast like that, or what? I've never really noticed an issue with mine. My Atrix 2 was kind of slow, though. Was it? Yeah. So I wonder if they added some. What do you think, Shane? Well, the Nexus 4 has always been pretty fast for me. The Galaxy Nexus was not as fast. Um, and I couldn't tell you. Maybe that's all it why. is then. It's just going from when that took an a, a nor- unusually long time to, to sync. Um, the other thing with the X8, I, I posted this in the Google Plus community for attacking the Androids. We're kind of having a little betting pool going on as to when Verizon will push out the 4.3 update. Uh, I'm saying like March 2014, possibly 2015. Uh, I, I don't know. So you're Do actually you think... betting on an update occurring. That's kind of... No, That's, that may be my, fa- my, my mistake here, my downfall, is that there will be no update to 4.3 or anything else. But do you guys think because of the special processor in here, like I haven't seen any cyanogen mods. I haven't really seen any custom ROMs that I've been like, I'm going to try this. Um, what came on it is pretty vanilla. Like for a Motorola device, the last one I had was full of blur and everything. And obviously they've, they've gotten rid of that. But it's, it, it's pretty close. Um, yeah, I don't, I don't know. But what do you think? Will the processor, will that make this a problem for getting updates? I think Verizon will always be the problem. I, yeah. I, I mean, didn't AT&T and T-Mobile already push out a big update in the last two weeks? There was an update to fix the camera, right? There, it, was, it wasn't yeah. like a, an Android update or anything. It was something for the camera. Well, it was still an, it was still an over-the-air update. I mean, Well, yeah, yeah. But I'm saying like it, it wasn't 4.3 or anything. Oh, no, right, right. But... All I'm saying is Verizon still doesn't have that update out, and it's a relatively small update. Has it not? I, I don't know. I didn't know if it came if it already came on the phone because it's been out for a minute. What's the? How do you know if you have the update? Like, what's the number? Uh, you don't have it on Verizon. Oh, for sure. Yeah, it's not. Okay. <laughs> no. So you your so your camera pictures actually look pretty good, and I, I have to say that. I have a cracked screen on my Nexus 4. I, I'm sure crud is getting in there, so this thing's not going to last all that long. Um, 
And one of the things I'm really looking at is the camera. And I'm curious. So there's a couple of things. One, I would get an unlocked AT&T uh, Moto X, which well, means sure. I'd get it customized. And, if and I, had... I would really like one with a wood back. I asked them right. about that there, and they had no idea what that even was. They'd never heard of the Moto Maker, which is weird because Verizon's getting it like next month, yeah, right? Like next month, they have yeah, no they'll probably idea. get trained in the next few weeks, sure. or they yeah. or they're not. Maybe they they don't even need to be involved in it. The only thing I didn't want, I wanted the thirty-two gig, and all they had here was sixteen. And I looked yeah. at my Genex, and I was like, "How much space do I have left? Is this even gonna work?" And it it was close, so I. I just didn't cache as much, and I kept all the games on my tablet, not on the phone. I have gyro. That's like the, that's like my game, and then that that's it. So, yeah, right. I've had sixteen on the last two devices, right? Because the Galaxy Nexus was sixteen only, wasn't it? Uh, sixteen, yeah, eight or sixteen. Oh no. I th- well, I, I I, you couldn't get more than sixteen. No, the Verizon one was thirty-two. My Verizon oh, G Nexus thirty-two, wow. yeah. Oh, okay. Well, that's different. So, I think the other ones were 16, though, unless you specifically asked for the 32. I think I want to go 16. I think I want to go 16. I want to get a wood back. Um, I'm going to take it back to your roots. Yeah. No, it just it's such a good-looking phone, and everybody loves it. Like, people I wouldn't expect, like uh, Mike Elgin, who's kind of a re- just loves everything about iPhones and all that. But he's pretty friendly to Android too. I, I, I don't want to paint him as a. He's all over a, Google Plus. Yeah, huge on Google Plus. Loves Apple products. Uh, he's not a shill. He's not like a John Gruber or anything like that. He writes that. for a new domain now. I also heard. Really, that would that'd be new to me. Yeah, that's cool. Oh no, no, no! You're you're right, you're right, you're right. We need to get um, him on the podcast. Shit. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he he follows me on Google Plus, but uh, that's uh, only because I followed him back or something like that. Anyway, I was getting at is he loves the Moto X, and he his contention is he wrote in in the article was that because it kind of gives you almost like a human to human interaction because you talk to it and it kind of does stuff back for it, um, and that it like it feels organic, I guess in your hand. I don't know how to. Say that without setting uh, a little off, but um, that Google has just thought of everything with the device and how you interact with it, and so that's very natural. Um, and so that's why you know people who you would who people who would think you would want the latest and greatest iPhone five S blah 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 are using the Moto X because it does really cool stuff. And I have an I have iPhone I have two I have, I have an iPhone five C. Um, and I can tell you, Siri, not very good compared to Google Now. And um, for the listeners, we should just mention it's baby blue. Yes, in honor of Walter White. Uh, spoilers, he sells meth. I, I don't know if... Uh... Well, he makes the meth. I think the other oh, sorry, sorry. people Spoiler. kind of... Yeah, you may want to watch the yeah. very first episode to sure. kind of get caught up. Um, but it's not a very good experience. I mean, it's... I've tried over cellular connections, and that's where Google Now is amazing, that you don't need a great cellular connection to get it to activate voice uh, because it does it locally. Siri still does not do it locally. And so um, it doesn't. It, there's always a bit of a delay, and it just doesn't feel like, whereas I'm on my, even over Wi-Fi, you notice this, but if I'm on my, my Nexus 4, I'm asking questions. You can ask it, how many calories is a stick of butter? 
boom, it tells you. And, and it doesn't do that on, on Siri. There's just a, a delay, and um, it's just it's not good. Um, and, God, it's iOS 7. Like, oh, man, I, I, I can see why people would like the Moto X based on a more human-integrated useful experience because that's not iOS 7. Yeah, it's not well, it's also not like Samsung. It doesn't have all the feature. It has a lot of good features. That that's it's quality, not just quantity as well. Yeah, so I don't know about this Nexus 5 like this we, you have the specs and they're very interesting. Maybe it has a <laughs> a new camera with optical image OSI which I think is uh op- optical something image yeah ois optical image stabilization on an 8, hey, 8 megapixel b- camera before we go into all the specs uh since we we're talking about verizon updates there was one other thing i wanted to share and then then we'll go through the the nexus manual leak specs which is <laughs> awesome i thought there here's here's all the manual pages uh, yeah, yeah. Up, everyone so uh on on google plus i think jeff jarvis reposted this but it was uh something this guy named tim jarvis uh shared from twitter <laughs> It was he uh, Verizon support has a, t- a Twitter account, obviously, and he he tweets to them, right? Android 4.4 is coming by the end of October. Will my Galaxy Nexus get 4.3 by then? And so Verizon support says, let's keep your phone running smooth. I don't have any info. Visit. And they give a link for updates. Are you having issues? And so Tim replies, yeah, I have an issue. My Nexus software is out of date and needs an update to 4.3. And so the Verizon bot says, like a pillow, we are here to support you. Are you able to make and receive calls? Is the internet slash web working properly? And Tim says, why, yes, the phone works properly. However... It is a Nexus device and should have the latest version of Android, which it does not. Verizon support says, Woohoo! Thanks for keeping us posted. I'm glad to see that your device is working properly. You rock. And, <laughs> and in closing, Tim replies, Woohoo! You ignorant goose penis. <laughs> My Nexus. <laughs> <laughs> I love that he calls the Verizon support an ignorant goose penis. <laughs> like that right there. Just, That's a big insult. That was plus you. one for me right there. When I read goose, I was like, all right. Uh, he says, my Nexus is still in need of an update to 4.3 and soon we'll need 4.4. But no, Verizon sucks. <laughs> and so, yeah, I don't know. I reposted that in the community if you guys are on there. It, it was pretty. I thought that was just brilliant. You know, like that's. That's how it goes. Verizon has great LTE around here, like here. much better than AT and T. Here too. That's why I stayed there. I my contract was done in December, and I went and I looked at AT and T, and it was just like I can't where I live. It, it sucks. It's the latest South Park with the cable company, and they're like, "Oh, you can just feel free to go down the street to another cable provider." Oh right, there isn't one, and they start doing the oh, so funny. <laughs> You gotta watch it. It was so perfect, but that's that's this situation, you know. Yeah, but I I just can't trust it for phones because I don't want to have to worry about contracts. I mean, I don't know. I I I I mean, I don't. AT T is expensive. So, so here's my situation. T Mobile has the best prices. No three G within fifteen miles of here. 
All right. So I go out in my front yard. My phone basically can't do anything. That's fine. We don't even have T-Mobile here in the state. I don't think I've ever <laughs> seen T-Mobile. AT&T is really good. It's expensive. And look, I can write. I can write a lot of it. Like I can have it reimbursed and all that. So, um, so I want I want AT&T's coverage with T-Mobile's prices and Verizon speed. Isn't that That's Republic Wireless or Ting? Kind of, but they're not mm. even. It's, I don't. Even, maybe Sprint's here too. For all I know, this is where Sprint is based. You think I'd be able to get coverage around here? Uh, but they have the same problem, right? Devices take forever to get updates. If you want updates, you got to be on GSM, right? I mean, is that the way it seems? It kind of right. They're they're going to be better about it, or they have a track record of being better about it. Then, and if not, you know, you just get a different device and and call it good. But the problem is like. When when we were there at the store and my girlfriend was looking at the prices, she's like, you know, how much are these? And they're like $600. To her, that seemed like a ridiculous amount of money to pay for a phone. And I'm like trying to explain it. Like, you know, it's this computer. It's not it really just ridiculous. a phone. But $600, when you do the teardown and there's like $200 worth of stuff in there, like that, that's okay. That's, that is kind of expensive. But you look at the subsidy prices and that's so much easier to handle on, on your, your ego. You know, it's like, oh, 99 bucks or 199. Like I can deal with that. But you don't think like, okay, I'm going to be here for two years. Multiply that out by what your bill is. And you've just given them like three grand over the course of two years. But anyway, that it's carriers. I mean, that's, they're going to be like that until I don't know when. Uh- by the way, you know what the cheap iPhone 5C is? It's like 680 bucks. bucks. Oh. <laughs> on contract, 100 bucks. Well, on contract, it's down to like 50 bucks. Yeah, they've got a special. They're not selling as much as they would like, so yeah, they're dropping that price down to, uh, to 50. That's a little weird to be that cheap, but... Well, everyone's buying the S. That was so the point, that's, right? That's I don't th- actually. I don't think that was the point, right? I think the point was to sell a, a, a hell of a lot of these because the margins are higher, ah. right? Because I mean, it's just plastic. It's the same insides and all that. And by the way, it feels like plastic. All the uh, all that's the, because it is plastic. All the Apple fanboys like, oh my god, it's such high quality plastic. I couldn't tell. It's, it's, plastic. <laughs> it's plastic. It feels like plastic in the, the high hand. quality. It's look, plastic. That's brilliant. Man, this feels like. Super plastic, bro. <laughs> yeah, glossy. It chips easy. Yeah, that's so funny. Yeah, I mean, I I wanted one because I I wanted to get. I didn't feel like spending the extra hundred bucks of someone else's money just to have a. And plus, I needed soon. And you didn't I, I want the need... fingerprint reader. No, it has doesn't have a fingerprint reader. It, this is just for development. It's barely gonna leave my house or pocket. If I lose, it, I don't care because it doesn't have anything important on it. When the Nexus iPhone. Five comes out, you're gonna get that and not even think about your iPhone. Well, I, I actually, I, don't, I, I guess I'm supposed to carry this around a little bit to do some testing. <laughs> makes sense. I, I, testing what? The thing that you make? Yeah, that, that makes sense. Yeah, the, well, the app. Probably which, a good idea. Dog food uh, for a minute. And te- by the way, testing on iOS is much more difficult than Android. Is it a hassle? There's just no good way to... And I don't know why this... I have to assume eventually this is going to affect more and more companies but and but in android you could do you know you have beta rollouts you can just put up on the store more um, control over your 
it's, app, right? Yeah, yeah. You can get it to the store much easier. So, like in the iPhone, like we want if, if we want to do it to the App Store, it's gonna be like a two week waiting process for approval, and then you know four or five days for every update after that. Whereas Android, we'd just be firing up new APKs that's, every hour if we had. To. That's interesting. A friend of mine does uh, a podcast, and they just made an app, and they threw it out on the Play Store, threw it out on iOS, and I'm listening to his podcast, and like weeks go by and he's like so we have you know this many hundreds of downloads or whatever of people testing out the app on in android and we're still waiting for approval on ios so sorry guys and it's a show that's like very adult content like it's you know it, it's distorted view if if you guys are familiar with that but anyway it's so he was wondering if even that would make it through the approval process because it's such it's like x-rated adult you know comedy stuff so i I don't know, but yeah, Android, like, it was there right away, and, you know, people were using it, they updated it, like, twice before it was even, you know, approved or not well, approved well, on iOS. Right, but here, here's something also that I, that Android does, right? So you could have your own private uh, right. app store, you know, for your own company, so everyone in your company can just, you know, distribute that way. With iOS, you gotta use TaskFlight, and... Get everybody's UDID and profile. It's just a. It's just. It's kind of kind of unbelievable to be honest. So, no. Oh, well, why are anyway, you? If you hate it so much, why why are you developing iOS? Why aren't you just developing Android and hire someone else to do the iOS crap? Well, we we, we did out. I mean, like, we we did outsource the iOS. So basically, what we had to do is we had to choose which one we we're going to start with first. Right. Okay. And so you, you do a scan of the. Uh, of the market out there for, you know, first of all, to, to hire an iOS or Android developer who's looking for, you know, who's available, very hard to do. So then you start looking at, you know, third-party companies and they're dominated right now by iOS people. And so, you know, basically what iOS is, is we're using iOS because it's, you know, there's a little bit more experience in developers to work out all the kinks of the app. Ah, I see. So instead of developing it for two platforms at once and redoing the same, because you know we different bugs on certain, each side and the same bugs on each side, you just get it all worked out once and be done. Yeah. So then the Android version, which we will start, you know, relatively soon, will probably take you know a third of the time as the iOS one because it just just do this, do this. You know, right. the APIs all worked out. So that's why we did it. Um, if if um, if I was the iOS, if I had time to work on myself, I would have started with Android. And I think, and we've run up against the limitations of iOS with notifications, which, um, you know, you mentioned oh, the active notifications were a big deal on the Moto X. Um, notifications on iOS are terrible. And so when you're trying to develop an app that, um, if you're trying to develop an app, I can imagine so many cool things that we could do with Android uh, and you know, with regular notifications and even active notifications, it would be pretty interesting. That you just can't do on other platforms. Um, and so, you know, the more I look at iOS and Android, and you, I don't know if you guys ever had this, but if you've been on Android for a while, and you, you know, you, you know, you're on an Android show, you just in the back of your mind, you're wondering, well, what if I really did end up liking iOS? You know, I just haven't used it in a while, and See, I'm used to it. Bob. Luckily for me, I have a brother who's total Apple iOS fanboy, MacBook, all that. So whenever we get together for for lunch or breakfast or whatever, like I'll I'll mess with it. And every time, like it's just I can't do it. I it's uh, it's so this is not that weird great. It's so I don't know non-integrated. that that bottom panel's cool. I guess I I don't know. 
Right, but they're screwing up all these apps because uh, what Android did was they've had the shade since the G1, right? Right. So every app developer knows don't do a swipe down uh, um, from the top. Gesture. Right, yeah, yeah. They didn't have that in iOS, so they got away with it once when they added the swipe down mm-hmm. to, to copy it. Now they've had to swipe up. So mm-hmm. all these apps for two years who've been doing the swipe left, right, up, and down, yep. now they're screwed. Uh, that's been, been a problem for a bunch of people. And it just doesn't work. Now you know why Android did it. Like now you know why uh, it may, their their control panel makes sense, right? And you have the button to flip it around, not a, a totally different one from from the bottom. Yeah, but you you can still do a two finger swipe, of course. Also, again, right, you know, our from the work. bottom up is is obviously Google now, and, and we're used to that. And apps know that, I guess. Like we didn't. There wasn't a big problem in Android with apps being like, well, if you swipe up for Google now, all of a sudden that breaks something in our app. Because gestures didn't really start until after that, it seemed like. Yeah, but you have to start. You have to start in a specific place, right? So, yeah. So, um, you know, oh God, I just totally borked my phone. <laughs> um, the iOS one? Which one? What'd you break? No, no, no. It's the Nexus Four. I put a. Uh, I was running the AOKP uh, ROM on it uh, last week's nightly, and I put on this week's nightly, and it just totally screwed. Google Play service is totally screwed up. So I got to download a Cyanogen nightly, throw that on there, and hopefully get my phone back sometime. It doesn't matter. I mean, I got so many phones here. It doesn't It's ridiculous. I got a GeneX. I'll sell you cheap <laughs> and a Droid X. I still have my G. I still have my own GeneX. Actually, the GeneX now, if you turn all the signal off and just use it to play music or podcasts that are cached on the device, like if it just wakes up, attaches to Wi-Fi, and downloads the shows for the day, that battery lasts for like three days. It's awesome. Yeah, mine is so is so busted from whatever went wrong with it. It can't even act as a Google TV remote. Oh man, without having lag. Oh man, so it's dead. All right. Well, maybe you get this Nexus Five. Do you guys see these specs? Four point nine five inch. 1080p IPS uh, display with the quad-core Snapdragon 800 in it at 2.3 gigahertz, 2 gig of RAM, 32 gig storage. They nailed it on that, right? 32 gig storage, 2 gigs of RAM, quad-core processor. Like, that's that's all you need? Yeah, top-line quad-core processor, too, so yeah. Right. Wireless charging, uh, you know, same basic camera stuff, uh, 8 megapixel. Rear, I13 in the front, 2300 milliamp battery. Uh, I've heard people complaining about the battery on I don't, um, the on Nexus the, 5. Yeah, I don't understand because you don't know. How are you complaining about it? No one's even seen it. No one's even used it. Like, how well, are some, you? Well, some of the uh, rumors are also that there's going to be a 16 gig version with like 2300 milliamps, but a 32 gig version with 3000 milliamps. So if, the, if those are true, Makes then, sense. Uh, that, that's going to be pretty awesome. And, and I've even 299 for the 16 gig. Yeah. Awesome price. <laughs> yeah. And, of course, the manual's been taken down. Uh, I guess LG requested that they would remove it. I think Eric grabbed a copy of it beforehand, so yeah, if yeah, we want to take a look at it. it. Yeah. I'm sure it's all over the place. <laughs> I don't I, I, You know, it looks great. Uh, I'm curious how good the camera is. Uh, I'm, I'm curious. See, I'm curious what's new. It, see, it's only with the Moto X. I don't know how quickly they're going to get to 4.4. I mean, Verizon, you know, forget it. Right. Well, and that's why Uh, people, like, I asked when I was at the store the first night, I was like, one or Moto X? Like, which one should I get? I kind of want the Moto X. And everyone was like, yeah, pretty much the Moto X. But some people are saying, wait for the Nexus 5. And I'm like, Verizon's not ever getting a Nexus device again. 
So yeah, you, that's you not going to Moto X two. What version do you have? Four two or four one? Four two three or no four two two? Hold on. Okay, that, I think it's four two two. Okay. I can't remember what the big feature in four point three was anymore. Yeah, four two two. Uh, yeah. What what was it? My my Genex is four two three because it's on that CyanogenMod mod stable. Uh, ten point three, or ten point one point three. I'm confused. Oh, I'm downloading CyanogenMod. For some reason, it's putting me on a server in Denmark. <sighs> That's where all the good internet's at, man. Denmark. No, no, it's not. No. <laughs> <laughs> <gasps> All right, uh, uh, Android 4.4, KitKat, and uh, article on ZDNet, the, the seven things we know so far. What do we know so far? Nestle, it's not Key Lime Pie, <laughs> obviously. October release date? Really? Because it's October 8th. Haven't, maybe, okay. Nexus 5, okay, sure. Uh, well, you know, some people were speculating it might be like a, a Halloween release around that time. Oh, uh, because of the candy. Oh, I get it. That would be good. <laughs> Makes sense. Sure. Uh, an evolution, not a revolution? The hell does that mean? Uh, that's that's what they say when the... That's what tech pundits like to say when they don't... <laughs> when they when, have, they, when they don't understand the actual update. When it was a top uh, seven list and they only had six items. <laughs> no, there's not... I think we're beyond the point now with Android where you're going to see huge changes that's in the point. external software. Yeah. Um... And what you are seeing, of course, is, is nearly as interesting, is all the underlying changes they've made to Google Play. Um, that you know, was huge, right? So the, integrated. the Play Services thing, that's huge. Right, it is huge, but it's it's not a big... You know, Google Play Services now can be, you know, pushes huge update. is isn't very interesting with a lot of people. Sure. Um, so I, I just don't think we're going to have many of these really super interesting um, releases, except, though... Um, that uh, one there's rumors that this was going to be all run on older hardware, so this may be a very highly optimized version sure. of Jelly Bean. And I think this is also going to open up to more, um, a more device, uh, more peripherals. I think will be able to be connected to to Android devices, which means you know maybe not so much for phones, but maybe for tablets. You'll see. Do you? Do you guys think it'll ever get to a point where it's like Chrome, where like we don't even really see the updates? They're just coming fast and fluid, and you know, you just notice like, oh, this works better, or they'll they'll make a note and say, hey, we changed this. Here's where it's at, or what it does, or whatever. Do you, do you think it'll ever get to that point, and we'll stop being like, ooh, four point four, and ooh, four point five, and ooh, five point and what's the next one, and all that? <sighs> It's tough with firmware. Yeah, yeah, that's the thing. I mean, with like Chrome, you're dealing with essentially just one application. Well, right, I and get they, that. They're iterating every, you know, six weeks to, to eight weeks, and but then you have like Chrome OS, which follows a similar update uh, cycle. So but maybe it's less complex than Android. I, I really don't know. And obviously, I, with the carriers, there's no way, right? Yeah. Well, they can't stop the Google Play stuff, though. Right. right? That's that, yeah. So I think they want to get there, and I'm betting that these versions that you're seeing, and they started this a couple of years ago, but again, no one, the tech pundits didn't really notice. They started decoupling apps from the operating system, right? You, you know, the keyboard, uh, Gmail calendar, all that stuff used to be kind of built in. Now it's kind of separated out. Yep. Chrome, I mean, Chrome used to be a, uh, or you know, Chrome replaced the built-in browser. Yeah. So you know, you're getting the more. I mean, basically, you're getting a much more 
um, consistent experience now with anything above ice cream sandwich and, and, and yeah. above. Yeah, that one, was one thing the main... I Good. Yeah, one thing I want to also mention is uh, Ron Amadio, formerly of Android Police and now with uh, Ars Technica, he had a uh, kind of a breakdown of, of the Google services and the API and all that kind of stuff. That was and a good article. Just, yeah, yeah, just how much is now updatable through the Google Play services as opposed to the few left that'll come like through an OS upgrade. So like Shane was saying, you know, we're seeing a lot more come in the form of applications and services those kind of upgrades and less from just a point release. So, yeah. Think about the Android device manager. That sounds like something that would have to be low level, right? That thing is awesome, by the way. Yeah, it's pretty accurate, too. It shows me which end of the house I'm at. Yeah, uh, where where your phone is. Yeah, yeah, that's totally Um, cool. But that's a pretty big change that, you know, they must have set that up a long time ago because that went all the way down to 2.3. So... Either they have either they have exploited their own security hole. Uh, I think that's what they've done. I think that they what they've done is like literally sort of given themselves more privileges over time. And now it's like, hey, we can do almost everything. So and why we'll not? Right? If they've yeah. pushed out how many updates since? Like, if that's not updated, you should take it upon yourself and and do it. Why not? Yeah. As long as you don't break something, right? Well, I think that's one of the things we talked about in a previous version of, of AOTA, where it seems like the next version, you know, KitKat, when it comes out, may inject more ability to update, like, the operating system and everything else and eliminate or minimize, you know, the whole fragmentation problem. Yeah, so, I remember that yeah. ours article came out after last I.O. because people were like, so they still haven't done any anything to fix this fragmentation problem. And, and the guy was like, well, look at play services like this is going to fix that problem to where it doesn't matter if the carrier pushes out an update because the majority of what you're getting is through these services now yeah and the message is right to play right to google play services and that's what you know right right to that because god what, what else is through that now i mean game center works through that now um though i don't know how far back game center goes that's something else also was just on my phone um but uh, well, all the photo stuff, Google, you know, all the Google Play services is huge now. I mean, Google Plus works through it, all the account stuff, photo, all the syncing and all the that. The account stuff is cool, definitely. Yeah, just right to uh, just right to Google Play, not to, not to Android. Yeah. And then they're saying uh, number six and seven, new inbuilt features for payments and printing. Uh, two new features that could be on the way in 4.4, according to uh, Gadget Helpline's leaks. Uh, include native printing option for Android devices and a payment feature that hints at built-in NFC pavements rather than third-party apps, which isn't that cloud print and wallet. I mean, don't we kind of already have those things? Yeah, well, actually, I don't know if you guys talked about this before, but kind of did a little, not a 180, but they went a little different route, the, the loyalty program thing. Oh, really? I never used that part of wallet. Well, it, didn't, it used to be kind of useless, but now... Um, it, you just sca- I don't know if you guys have lots of loyalty cards. Um, no, not a no, one. No, not here. Okay, well, so you know, if you go shopping, if at, you're an old um, man and you clip coupons like Shane, <laughs> and you use this, <laughs> <laughs> no, but like I have a, I have a, you know, I have a Sam's Club card. I have a, you know, PetSmart card. Costco, that type of stuff. Sure, sure. Yeah, you just you just scan it. 
And, you know, there's your card. And then instead of handing him your card, you just hand him your phone, which says, well, I could just hand him your card. But for people who have a lot of that stuff. Yeah, no, that's that is cool. Anything you can kind of combine and get rid of the wallet, like the physical wallet, my license, my social, like any of that, I'd be down to just keep as long yeah, as they it, securely kept it. And as for the payments, stuff, the NFC payment stuff, I'm, I'm, you know, I use it. I'm starting to use it more and more because. I'm finding that MasterCard has put those PayPass terminals in more and more places. I was going to say, where are you using it? 7-Eleven and that's it? There's not one no. place around here that I can use mine at, at all. I've used that, I've used that Best Buy, CVS. Really? Uh, Best Buy Gas. does it? I don't if think they, you, does. If they support PayPass, it'll work. Ah, interesting. I'll, I'll have to look at that. Because I do see yeah. the like Speed Pass thing like for Exxon Mobil. Is that the same thing? I thought that was a specific... Exxon Mobil thing. Well, that's that's pretty old, so I don't know what I don't know what technology. But it's inside that, on the thing where you swipe your debit card or whatever. It's like no, on I, that I understand, but I don't know how old that technology is. Yeah. Oh well. Because uh, uh, yeah, mobile started that with, with years ago. With you put a little key thing up against the yeah on the gas pumps. Yeah, I remember yeah. that. Yeah, yeah. That's 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 a different technology. But so, you know, I, I use it more and more, and if MasterCard gets some traction with these processors, it'd be pretty cool. Um, but I think Google, I think Google Wallet, um, I don't know. The thing is, credit cards work really well. <laughs> um, you know, they offer the, they work, they offer, they offer the same security. Uh, I'm not sure. I'm not sure. Where these, I'm not sure where people think mobile payments are going. It's a like, whole infrastructure change, though, right? Like you need the physical thing in place to work with your NFC. Otherwise, and people that already have one pay for it. They pay for it each month or whatever. They're not going to change it. They're just going to keep using the same one. That's how yes. it is up here, at least. So one time, I, right? So I have a credit card through Mastercard that has the NFC built in too. So you can just wave it across. You don't even have to swipe. Oh, nice. So I did that last week, and she was like, "Wow, I I didn't know you the <laughs> cheers, I don't you even, I didn't know that. you could even do that." <laughs> um, you know, but I don't. I'm interested to see what the payment stuff is. I just what more they could do with it because, you know, loyalty. Pro, I mean, at PayPass, which is what iOS is pretty much. No one uses it. Um, they, have, they they think people think this new iBeacon, which uses uh, low energy Bluetooth, is going to somehow revolutionize payments. But I don't see it. Um, I just think credit cards are really entrenched. Yeah. Like, is there a, is there a sense that a credit card is like at least one layer Doesn't away it, from it's your gonna, money? It's going to have to come from that end, right? The credit card companies are going to have to be like, look, we can renew your credit card and send you new plastic, or you can use this on like let's say paypal or a google wallet or a passbook what's the ios one called passport or passbook or whatever yeah if it came from that end i could see it shifting if they took it you know took the onus to to start replacing readers and and all that stuff and then then i could see it but i don't know if it's coming from the other end how how quickly it'll. i I just think it's really difficult i mean yeah well, one thing to think about, what, what takes wallet that doesn't take a credit card? Like what place, location, online right, It's the or opposite, right? It's everything takes yeah. a credit card, but what really yeah. can you use wallet for, you know, besides Sun yeah. Alone, which we don't even have here. Yeah, you know, Apple will sign up a couple of people like um, Starbucks to do the passbook stuff and all that. Sure. But, 
you well, know, Google Play is about the only thing you can uh, integrate wallet with. Like that's what I'm using. But I think that, of course, is linked through my credit card still. So, yeah. <laughs> I think Ant from Yat sent me the the server uh, pitch in last month through wallet because we could we were testing out sending money through Gmail. And so he sent me that, and then it's it's forever been stuck in my wallet account because every time I go to use it, like I can't put it in my bank account because generally my bank account's overdrawn, which is why I need the twenty that's in my wallet. And then I can't transfer it anywhere else because I need the routing number, and I don't have that on me, and so it just like sits there and it's waiting for me to find a game or a book on play, I guess. <laughs> but I, it'll get there. This stuff's still oh, no. kind of I don't know. It's not super early, but. It, to underscore the, how important Google Play services is, I got, if you can see, if you can read that, it says, <laughs> basically says my, my phone is screwed because Google Play services is somehow corrupted. So replace. Maybe I just need to reinstall, the, maybe I need to reinstall the G apps. Do that. I bet you. Do that. And then um, uh, they're saying also to wrap this part up, uh, bundled productivity apps, uh, notably beyond Google's core apps, the leak suggests Google's productivity apps like Keep, Drive, and Quick Office uh, will have prominent place in the OS. So I like yeah. I like Drive, love Drive, like Keep. I notice, and here maybe you guys know this. So I have a grandfathered in Drive plan from way back in the Picasso day, right? You pay five bucks yeah. a year for twenty five gigs or thirty gigs or something. When I got the Moto X, there's a thing in here for 50 gigs for free for two years. So if I kick that in, will that wipe my cheat? Because if you change anything, you lose that $5 a year thing. And, like, I'd just as soon keep 5 bucks a year for 20 than have 50 gigs free for two years, and then and then what, you know? With me, it added to it. So I have... You still have the $5 a month one? I, I don't quite have that one. I have like fifty dollars a year, but I have one point three terabytes of Google Drive space right now, and That's I pay awesome. about fifty bucks a year. You have more drive space than I have on my tower here. <laughs> well, I think it's because with the two Chromebooks and right. all that jazz. And the other funny thing, when I did, because I did just try to activate it right away, and it gave me an error, <laughs> like it couldn't connect to the thing. So then I was like, "Ooh, I better wait just in case." So. I don't know. I guess if I come to the part where I need 20 extra gigs, I'll, I'll activate it. I just, well, the other thing, so much doesn't count toward it. Like, none of your pictures count toward it. Yeah. I mean, it's an insane amount of space. Or the so full-size like, pictures don't count towards it. Your regular pictures do. But if you're uploading full-size, I think that doesn't count. Because that's why I got I, it in the first place, because I was running out of space on my free account, because I use it for all my pictures. I, whatever. Well, all my pictures go through Google Plus's uh, backup. Those don't count against the full size backups. Yeah. What are the backups? Would you do? Oh, if you if you edit the picture. If you you're, mean? yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh well, I have I, I haven't I don't do enough of that to to worry about. I guess, but that's a lot of storage. That's a lot of space, man. Uh, did you guys see this? Uh, the the Gmail update uh, there uh, for for Android is saying mandatory advertising. Which obviously Google's an advertising company. Uh, my question is: Is this another reason to root, like so you can install AdBlock and not even worry about this? Because I don't see ads in my Gmail on my desktop because I have AdBlocker, so it's like I just don't see them. But no, AdBlocker probably wouldn't work on this. Do you when think? Implementing it? No, because I, you know, maybe it is because I have yet to see one of these ads in on the desktop. But they say mandatory is a bit strong. 
Um, well, it's gonna. I thought it was gonna be in those that new tab, right, for promotions. But what they're but what they're what they're showing here, the screenshot is an actual sponsored ad, like you would see in Gmail yeah. if you don't have an ad blocker installed on your browser. Right, but that's only in the promotions tab. Is it? This looks yeah. like their inbox. Well, I guess it's hard to see, right? Yeah, it's maybe maybe. No, I, I'm pretty sure that's what they. I think if I think if you turn off promotions, maybe you'll see it in your inbox. But maybe that's their incentive for you to keep the promotions folder. I don't know. I, I think it's just an extension of the promotions tab because if you said I want a separate promotions tab for advertising, I feel like it's legitimate to say, "Here, here's some other ads you might like." I don't well, even I'm have on the that. desktop, and I, I'm seeing ads. Of course, I'm not. Oh. I'm using an ad blocker in Firefox, but I, it's not compatible with this apparently. So, but see, I don't even have the promotions tab on my desktop or my Android. Then you'll never see these. Well, then, cool. Problem solved. Huh. Yeah, I don't. I don't actually think. Like, I was a little concerned, but if it's in the promotions, something I never go to. Yeah, who cares, right? Then, then who cares? I and mean, I go there like once. You know, to be to be honest, Google does do a good job of spam, spam prevention, so I'm probably more likely to go look at the promotions tab than I would be if it wasn't there at all. So, is that just going to yeah, replace? You're not paying the... for Gmail. Most people aren't paying for Gmail, so suck it up. That's a good point. Uh-huh. Is that going to replace the the spam folder, and it'll just spam will turn into the promotions tab? No, no, no. It, it does a <laughs> good job. But um, and it's yeah, only yeah. it's not rolled out everywhere. This said, uh, it was starting to roll out in certain regions within the apps, and it cannot be turned off. So we'll see. Yeah, yeah I mean, so I go to my promotions right, my promotions tab right now on the desktop, and I don't, you know, I get things like you know, Comicsology. That's something I might want. Uh, Mog. I probably should get off that mailing list. Um, you know, a bunch of Amazon local stuff. And, I, mean, and I, I remember why I don't see it. If you hit that little plus tab, you can check which tabs you want to see. And I just unchecked promotions. And then yeah, it I, it's, saying, to me, it still like, shows up as a label. But I, I, it, never, it never goes in my inbox. Yeah, I don't even see it as a label. I don't know. I so, might have mine set up differently. I think if that's what they're going to do, then everybody should be fine with it and whatever. Yeah, I agree. Uh, let's see. They're uh, testing Android screencast support inside Chrome. That's kind of cool, being able to to cast your phone screen. This also came, and I haven't set this up yet, but uh, it's a Motorola thing where you can get your notifications on your computer. So if you're, like, at work, well, this wouldn't apply to me at work in the vehicle, but if you're at home uh, and you have your computer here, you can just not even mess with your phone and be able to reply to texts. Um, PDA net did this back in the day when PDA net was the first tether and it came with the SMS client. If you wanted it, that was the coolest thing, man. You were like tethered and then on your computer and a text would pop up and you could just reply on the computer and send it and it would off it off it goes. So that's pretty cool. I I don't know. Maybe I'll set it up on here. I, I haven't messed with it. I, the first thing I did was disabled a bunch of NFL could care less about that. <laughs> You can't install it, but you can disable it, and they're getting a lot better at letting you do that. Like, when you disable it, it's gone from your app drawer and all that. So that's cool. But, uh, yeah, screencasting. That, that'll that be kind of cool once it's uh, out and running. Do you guys have your Chromecast yet? I don't have Chromecast. I don't have an HDMI uh, anything. I do. So. Yes, I've got it. How, how do you like it, Nick? It's pretty good. I haven't used it as much. 
you see my issue here is most of the time once I'm home from work, I'm here in the, in the bedroom and I've got a basic a multimedia PC that I <laughs> watch everything off of, but I've got it set up in my living room for uh, my wife and, and friends, et cetera, and the kids to use, but they end up using the uh, Blu-ray player more because they're just used to that remote and not picking up a smartphone or a notebook and doing that kind of stuff. So that's kind of where it's at right now. It's not used as much as it could be. I love the technology, but in our specific use case, it's not being as used as much as I thought it would. So, Yeah, this has not replaced the Roku in our main house. It has replaced the Google TV in my office. This says uh, you can get it now if you're on the experimental channel. What was it? Um, are any of you guys using that one? I, I was using the developer one for a while, but then I just went back to the regular Chrome channel. Uh, I'm on. The, I'm always on the beta channel. Right. Yeah. Uh, I'm always on the uh, st- uh, stable release, so I haven't got a chance to see it yet. I did see the video. It look, does look pretty cool, but I'm not. I'm not using it myself. Yeah. It says cool. uh, it allows developers and tinkers to connect their Android smartphone or tablet, test code updates, and view the results in real time without having to leave your desktop. Uh, the feature is especially useful for Chrome users who want to ensure their designs look good on different screen sizes and resolutions, uh, or just getting started in development. So that's pretty cool. Hey, off on the, the side before we get to the next story, I just want to mention HP just came out with a whole bunch of Chromebooks, a little of your uh, lower end, but 279 Chromebooks. So that's kind of interesting. So, nice. uh, yeah, like a little 11-inch Chromebooks. They're based off the same uh, Exynos, you know, architecture that, what is it, the uh, Samsung one is uh, based off of. So that's kind of cool. Uh, About the same anyway, price so. point for one of the lower end ones. Yeah. And uses a mini USB for power. Yes, that is interesting. It also has a USB 3.0 port, right? Or no, maybe just 2.0, but But that's yeah. cool, right? Cuz then you can use your Verizon car charger to like plug in your I mean if if you need or to, your right? 7000 other chargers that you've collected That are all micro. <laughs> yeah, that's know. that's cool. I like that. Micro USB is where it's at for sure. Uh, let's see, this is, oh, we should mention that Mad Cat's Mojo, we talked about this a while ago when it was first, like, I don't know if it was announced or what, but now there's a, there's a price, and I guess you can get it for pre-order, 250 bucks. High quality Android mini console, so to kind of, the other end, like, uh, Ouya or the Game Stick that are super cheap, here's a $250 one, 2 gigs of RAM, Tegra 4, uh, 16 gigs storage, so, I have to confess, my Ouya has been collecting dust for quite a while. Send it to me. Let yeah. me play with it for a while. Well, the thing is, I only have two HDMI ports on my TV, and I can't give up the Roku entirely. And the it's only H- is almost over. Yeah, maybe. <laughs> so, we'll see. Do you think this? Yeah, I will use it to play a handful of games my, myself. I, I've been kind of distracted; I haven't used mine as much either. So, yeah. In the article, it says the $250 price point puts it directly against full-fledged consoles like the Xbox 360 and the PS3. Yeah, that, that's probably too high. You think? Yeah, I think the Android console market's going to be 150 and below. Yeah, kind of GameCube-ish. Well, I mean, there's, there's not going to be huge game. I don't know. I, I'm actually, as, as a, I'm going to say a hardcore gamer, but a guy who likes to play games which are well beyond uh, Angry Birds. You know, <laughs> like Death Dome? 
like the I've game, still like been the game I finished that. Bioshock Infinite a couple weeks ago. Oh, okay, sure. There's nothing like that on, on a console, or uh, there's nothing like that on mobile gaming. Um, and fortunately, on you know iOS, Android, that type, those type of games are taking focus away from console games and PC gaming. And I'm worried that we're gonna have a bunch of just boring, uninteresting games for many years if we don't have a strong PC and console market. That's true. I, I haven't played a console game in a while. And uh, last weekend, I went over to my brother's house. He got Street Fighter versus Tekken on the Xbox 360. And I loved Street Fighter when I was younger. Tekken, I never got into, but. And, like, playing that, and, like, the last games I've mainly been playing are on the tablet, so to to play that, and it is, like, dramatically more just, like, you know? Well, than, well the trade-off is that the trade-off is that you get these multi-million dollar studios with right, these games exactly. that take three or four years to develop, and right. they go on a console that likely is going to change for now, roughly ten years, whereas, you, you know, generally you get a lot of indie developers that start out on Android and iOS, Maybe they make it big, or maybe they also end up making something like a Sony or a Microsoft console. But uh, I just think games like Candy Crush are terrible. <laughs> like that style of game that. is so I'm, uninteresting. I can't it's play. It's a waste that. of time. The way I look at it personally, but Tetris a lot of people want to play it. And there will yeah. never be a GTA Five or whatever that. Whatever I don't know, man. For I got iOS. Candy I Crush got, Five. I got GTA Three on the tablet, so Vice yeah, City's out for it. Well, it's all right. No, it sucks. It's um, GTA. It's, like, what do you want? There's no good the controllers. The controls suck. But if you're used to playing on a tablet, they're fine. And Ugh. pair a controller then. It's Bluetooth. Get get Droid Bean or whatever the controller thing is. Why not just play on a PC and get the huge experience? Because your PC's old and you're poor and you don't want to buy a new one, Shane. That's why. Send your me your old, oh, yeah. poor PC will probably still out, out, uh, outdo your uh, it barely. Phone. It'll play Half-Life 2. That's about it. Not bad. Did you guys see before we do app picks uh, the new Hangout 1.3 screenshots they're suggesting that possibly some SMS and MMS integration which that's one of the last pieces right hangouts well when I set up hangouts on my iPhone because of course I get rid of every Apple app and put on all Google apps you know they make you verify your, your uh, SMS uh, number mine did that but it won't work it won't verify no, it doesn't it. work but it's it's been it's been there from the very beginning if you I, it works if you give it a google voice number but if you try and give it your phone number it doesn't work yeah i'm just saying that they've been right it's been it, it we're just waiting for it to happen at this right. point so and this, i hope it, these I are, know if it's a big deal except it means it will probably probably won't get the same type of hype but it will destroy iMessage and FaceTime in terms of an in terms of integration and interoperability, um, because it seems insane that um, you know the, how fragmented it is on, on on iOS, and this could be a really big deal if it means that we have one platform that works across everything. I mean, I guess Skype works across everything, but Skype's who leaves Skype running on their phone? Like, I I don't even leave Skype running on my computer, let alone my phone. Yeah, it's it's good for video, but it's not a very good instant messenger. No, as soon as we're done with this show, Skype exit done. Yeah. Until next week when Hangouts doesn't work. <laughs> but yeah, uh, Android Police got some screenshots here uh, in the settings: SMS, turn on, uh, delivery reports, auto retrieve. Same settings that are in the actual messenger. But if you're smart and you're on Android, you're using Text Secure and you're texting securely. 
duh. Encrypt that stuff. Don't be dumb. Yeah, I don't. I don't text. Me well, and Machete, we don't text. <laughs> we FaceTime. <laughs> We're a FaceTime family here. We do not text. All right, app picks. Uh, Shane, give us an app pick. Let's get out. All right, and I maybe picked this app twice before. Don't even right? care but, anymore. Okay. <laughs> he really loves this pick. Everyone We're play. done with that. Slacker Radio put out a new version of their app. Um, where they did a total redesign. It's very hollow looking. And they added something called uh, My Vibes, which is kind of a way to um, find radio stations that kind of go with your um, your vibe. So right now, if you load it up, uh, I should have loaded this up before. Uh, but the interesting was I was actually canceling Slacker until this update came out. So you go onto My Vibe, and then it says... Um, Let's see, what options is it giving me for Tuesday? It says, so pick some music for a Tuesday night. Are you exercising, winding down, cooking dinner, going to sleep, or studying? Oh, it's if you choose, moods. If you choose, that, well, like, you choose studying, it gives you options for a dubstep, Mensa mix, intellectual hip-hop, chill wave, or motivation hits. Uh, exercising, you get dance workout, BPM workout, rock adrenaline, pop workout, alternative workout. Um and then you know, so anyway, have, you just pick these vibes out. Now I don't choose many of them. I let am, me I'm guess. You're you're an alternative workout kind of guy. <laughs> no, I'm actually the two ones I do are Monsters of Classic Rock and Monsters <laughs> of Hard Rock. Nice. All right, <laughs> which they pretty much act like old school ra- old school radio stations before without all the commercials. From poison so you to get God's like a decent mix. That's awesome. So, yeah, so you'll go from like, you know, uh, David Bowie's um, and Queen's Under Pressure. Then you may go to Black Sabbath's War Pigs. I mean, nice. so, and then you can sort of tweak it. Do you want to have more hits? Do you want to hear your favorites more often? Do you want to go older or newer? And the radio stations are really good. Like, so let me ask you, are you, you subscribe to All Access on G Music? I do. Do you like that better than this? Or do, are you, do you use them all? Well, I actually cut out. I've been cutting out a lot of crap, right? So I listen to SiriusXM mainly for the, a lot of the talk stuff. Um, I do listen to Google Play Music a lot. I love it with with uh, Chromecast, um, but that's more like I want to listen to every Guns N' Roses album from start to finish in a day, <laughs> nice. you know, or Pearl Jam or Aerosmith. I've been checking or find... out uh, some old Ween. <laughs> some oh, so or, great. Or, all right, well, like the latest one. Uh, do you guys know who Regina Spector is? Anyway, yep. anyway, I listen to like all her albums. Decide to buy some. You know, you know, how Google all music is. You can just sort of take stuff and make it part of your collection that you don't own on your own. But if you're looking for something kind of eclectic or just something to put in the background as you know all the hits that you want, I'm listening to a lot of Slacker now. Like I don't because it's something I can just put in the background. I don't have to pause it if I miss a song because they just you just come back like it's the radio. Whereas if you listen to Google Play all music, you're kind of like unless you're doing the radio channels, which are pretty good in, in, Google, in Google. Those are getting better for sure. Yeah, I mean, I I, I have to say I I sent them an email saying I don't know why you're playing uh, Nickelback or Creed in my feed, but please stop. <laughs> Sometimes <laughs> um, I have to yell at it like Google, nice pick. Seriously, like is this ironically? What are you doing? Um, so it does a pretty good job, but I think the difference is Slacker claims that do they do a lot of manual tweaking of the channels and the mixes. And so I think if you get onto like the hard rock channel, the people who design that channel are into that music. And so you don't hear 
Nickelback. How do you get that Creed. job? Like, you're going to make playlists for jerk-offs who subscribe to our music service. <laughs> like, that would be the best job ever. Uh, all I can tell you is, um, it's I was about to cancel it, and then the app changes, and the music channels were so good, I, I re-signed up. So. <laughs> nice. Check it out, Slack Radio, and uh, Stitcher Radio had a big big update, too. You should check that out. We're too. on Stitcher. Uh, off, off, offline access, finally, for Android. Oh, nice. You should listen to Attack of the Androids on Stitcher. I'll have to say, uh, I did like back in the day before there was any of this, uh, it was Pandora and Slacker. I did like the stuff Slacker had as opposed to Pandora uh, for my musical tastes, but I just stopped using it. I have my own collection. I just like started using Winamp, I guess, back then. And then, you know, Google Music came out. So, All right, uh, Nick, at pick, please. Okay, uh, my app pick is a little bit of an oldie, <laughs> but uh, it, it's actually uh, backwards compatible all the way to Eclair, of all things. But it's uh, called Sector Strike. It's a 2D side-scroller space shooting mission. And uh, I don't know. I, is it I awesome? It, it looks awesome. I've never heard of this. Is it Yeah, I, like I play Galaga? it every now and then, particularly when I'm at work, uh, waiting to, to clock in, basically. Before, I'll make, usually, I make food at work. Then I go clock in. Sometimes I just play it a little bit here and there. Um, I don't know. It's a pretty awesome game. I honestly can't remember if it's free or it was like a buck or two. But it's honestly, free here. It's well worth it. I'm getting it oh, for the free. tablet. Even better. Yeah, it's it's pretty fun. I, I got to say, uh, the it's got like an original soundtrack by someone. It sounds pretty cool. Um, the it sounds are pretty good. Uh, I played it a fair bit more on my Nexus Seven because you know a little bit more real estate. But it played just fine on my phone. So had an Atrix too, and it, it played butter smooth on that so oh that's where i i thought i recognized clapfoot that's who makes it they make tank hero and laser wars tank hero oh i love those <laughs> games nice wow i'm installing it now thank you i don't usually and... do that i don't think i've ever installed anybody's app pick except for just now 101 <laughs> episodes okay i have an app pick <laughs> this game do you guys remember back in the day kirby's pinball land did you ever play that? Anyway, I I found this game. It's called Mamunga Pinball Adventures, and it's kind of like Kirby's Pinball Land, but it's like little like Pikachu-looking thing that talks in like this Chinese anime. I I don't know. It's it's so it great. Cute. It's so cartoony. <laughs> you gotta look at the icon for it, and once you see that, you will just instantly be like, "It's time to roll." <laughs> Absolutely. If you like pinball games that are kind of story-ish, it, it, like I said, it's just like like Metroid Prime Pinball, that was awesome. Kirby Pinball, that was awesome. If you like those, you'll like this. It's called Mamunga, I think. <laughs> I have Sounds no idea how me. it's pronounced. <laughs> I think it's called Mamunga Pinball Adventures. There'll be a link to it at the show notes at taggyandroids.com as per usual. Uh, so, yeah, I think that's it. It's going to do it. It's been a couple weeks. I've missed doing this with you guys. We'll be around next Tuesday. Uh, I also should mention I did write out like a full sit rep for uh, the Ingress mission that we went on to to the Missoula campus. <laughs> Just like the whole story of what went down. We we got K Dog here from level one to level four by the time we were done, and I'm so close to level eight. But if you want to see the pictures taken with the Moto X, and then I wrote out like this whole like 800 word <laughs> sit rep for Ingress. So. Uh, you can check it out. I'll put a link to it in the show notes also. Or it's on my Google Plus if you guys are on that. Uh, check Attack of the Androids out on Twitter and Facebook if you guys are into that. But mostly 
check out the Google Plus stuff because that's where we mostly live. So uh, you can leave a message 406 204 4687 if you'd like, or email show at attackoftheandroids.com, as Eric would say. So, all right, Shane, Nick, everybody. Thanks for listening, guys, and we'll see you next week if Hangouts is working. Good night. Bye-bye. It's Attack of the Androids. It's Attack of the Androids. Thanks for listening to Attack of the Androids. Attack of the Androids dot com.